Welcome to the Wellness and Healthy Lifestyle Show on your VOCM. Now here's your host, Dr. Mike Wall. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Wall. Each year I like to do a show that reminds us that this is the season of giving. Now there are many in our communities that struggle to make ends meet this time of year. There's also those that are new to our communities and dealing with change in their lives. And lastly, there's those people that find the season to be sad and sometimes not as cheerful and happy as others. That's why today we're chatting with different organizations who are making a difference and helping many of our most vulnerable have a better holiday season. To start our show, we checked in with our friends at the Association for New Canadians. This year, they've been busy in particular with new community members from Afghanistan and Ukraine, as well as those from around the world. Their mandate is to help settle and integrate newcomers and to empower them with skills, knowledge, and the information necessary to become independent, contributing members of the community and our country. They help with the orientation into new communities, language training, employment services, and other forms of support. But this year, they're inviting donations of toys, books, board games, and gift cards for children up to the age of 18 for those new members of our community. So to learn more, I spoke with Alice Keogh to find out how we can help. Hi, Alice. Happy holidays. Hello, Mike. Happy holidays to you. So nice to talk to you again. Yeah, you've been busy. You've been very busy. Uh, you had uh, a, a big thing happen yesterday, didn't you? We did. We had our fourth charter of Ukrainians arrive here to our province yesterday. Mm. Um, I think there's about 187 uh, Ukrainians have, you know, joined us here in Newfoundland and Labrador uh, to make this, you know, their home. Uh, so we're, we're pretty excited. And yeah, we're busy. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. And, you know, for folks that are listening that might not know about the Association for New Canadians, can you tell us a bit about it? Of course. Uh, the Association for New Canadians has been operating now for over 40 years, uh, welcoming newcomers to our province. We have uh, seven offices across Newfoundland and Labrador, from right here in St. John's to, you know, Clarenville, Grand Falls, Gander, Cornerbrook, St. Anthony, Forto. So we're, you know, we're serving newcomers right across our province right now, which is really quite amazing. Um, and we have, you know, offices here in St. John's. And so basically, you know, we are a nonprofit agency and we're helping newcomers here to our province settle and hopefully make this their permanent home. That's right. And, and you know, what a challenging time for the people in particular that are coming from Ukraine, uh, Ukraine right now, you know, the war going on there, and obviously their entire lives have been uprooted. Uh, what initiatives do you have currently uh, for, for them and for other uh, new Canadians? We've been very lucky and there's been an incredible partnership like, you know, with our with the provincial government and with other agencies like College of the North Atlantic as another example that have been offering virtual and in-person job fairs for Ukrainians and for Afghan refugees that have come here. So that's really, really been wonderful to be able to offer the opportunity for employers and for these prospective employees to join the workforce, you know, basically as soon as they're here on the ground. Um, a lot of people have been reaching out even before they land here and expressing, you know, their abilities, their background, their education. Uh, so they're really kind of, you know, this group especially, they're really getting their foot in the door and uh, are eager to be an active participant in our community. Um, so that's, you know, that's a couple of things that have been going on as well. The ANC has a number of initiatives ongoing now. We have a, an entrepreneurship program, we have a construction program, uh, an agricultural program. So there's lots of ways that we're helping our newcomers, um, you know, be active participants in our community and uh, and ultimately with the goal of, of staying here and, and making this their permanent home. 
That's excellent. That's excellent. That's so so nice to see new people coming to the province and engaging and being part of the community, being welcomed in. And you know, this is a, a time of year when it's about celebrating and families. And for people that have been, you know, making this a new home, what do you have for uh, holiday fundraisers going on right now? So we have been running an, you know, kind of an ongoing toy drive. Um, we have a an individual that's been working with us. Her name is Chelsea Hicks. Uh, she is a social work student at Memorial, and she's kind of, you know, really spearheaded the toy drive for us. Uh, we held it last Saturday at our language school. We had to stuff the bus, and with the, you know, the goal of getting, you know, anywhere from 600, 700 gifts, and it's just the outpouring of generosity from the community is is incredible um, and donations are ongoing. So in actual fact, up until December 18th, we will still be accepting donations of toys. Of course, you know, can be dropped off at our offices, um, but also at Cal LeGrow Insurance mm -hmm. on uh, Higgins Line, as well as the Conservation Corps on Austin Street, 830 to 430, Monday to Friday until the 13th. You can still drop off, you know, an unwrapped present or gift card mm -hmm. and uh, from the zero to 18 age group and, you know, new, if you please. That's excellent. That's excellent. And, you know, and how many families do you think you'll be helping out this year? Oh, my gosh. You know, if with the hope of, you know, getting all these gifts, I mean, you're talking, you're talking anywhere from, you know, probably 650 to 800 children alone. Um, so that's, you know, the families that have come this year, you know, not just from the Ukraine and Afghanistan, but, you know, we still have regular arrivals coming from places, you know, as an example, from the Sudan. So all these newcomer children will have the opportunity to receive a gift. So that's, that's a lot of families. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice, especially this time of year. Um, so I guess, you know, when we're starting to wrap up what we're chatting about here today, because we've got so many great charities we're covering today. Um, what is uh, your message for the listeners going into the holiday season, in particular as it relates to new Canadians? You know, I think the message here is... I think Newfoundlanders and Labradorians are so well known for our generosity and our kindness of spirit and the willingness to open our hearts and our homes and our wallets when we can. And I think we find that um, even when people don't have the opportunity to give, they still want to help in some way. So even if you don't have the opportunity to, you know, to make a donation to the ANC, to a newcomer family, there's other ways you can help by volunteering your time. You know, we have lots of volunteer initiatives. We have conversation circles and volunteer tutor programs and match programs where we match a volunteer with an individual group, or, you know, individual, an individual family or, you know, a person. So there's lots of ways that people can help. And we've just been seeing this time and time again. You know, I've been a part of the ANC now for over seven years mm. and the generosity never ceases to amaze me. Uh, even when we, you know, times are tough. We all know this. Times are tough. Um, so even in, when times are difficult and people are having struggles of their own, they still give. And I, we just we just keep seeing that from people in our in our province over and over again. I love that. Well, I also appreciate your generous time uh, coming on today to share that information with everybody that's listening. We'll be sure to include all that information in the closing. And for people that missed uh, how to get a hold of anybody, um, you can maybe just quick give them a quick uh, rundown how to get a hold of the association you can use. Absolutely. So you can give us a call at our regular office hours, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. You can call our main line at 722-9680. And any questions related to the toy drive or anything else can be certainly be directed from there. Well, keep up the great work, and it's great to see you again. Happy Thank holidays. Thank you so much, Mike. It's a pleasure. Happy holidays to you. Today, we're talking with different charities and organizations that are helping those in need this holiday season. Whether that be donations of toys or food, or support for those that are struggling with mental health challenges this holiday season, 
Our guest organizations are making a difference in our communities. Now, if you want to learn more on how you can make a difference, you can find all these organizations online. Also, this episode, along with all of our episodes, are available on VOCM.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts if you wanted to re-listen to hear their contact info. Be sure to stick around, because we'll be right back after the break. Nutrition, exercise, keeping the cold at bay. Whatever keeps you feeling great, the Wellness and Healthy Lifestyle Show on your VOCM. Now, the holidays is a special time of year, but it can be exceptionally challenging for many people. With food insecurity higher than ever in our province, Bridges to Hope offers support to anybody requiring food assistance. Their clients come from all over the Northeast Avalon region. They see that on a daily basis that hunger is not always recognizable in our cities. It could be the family next door, the child who sits next year in school, or a coworker or the person who serves you at a local business. That's why Bridges to Hope focuses on neighbors feeding neighbors. So we were joined by Jody Williams to learn more about how we can help those in our communities. Hey, Jody, welcome to the show and happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. Great to be here. Yeah, well, it's a great episode. We're getting a chance to talk to different organizations that are doing really good things for our community here. Can you tell me a bit about your organization? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Bridges to Hope, we've been around since 1989 now. We started um, back in uh, that time. There was a recession and uh, food banks uh, locally and also uh, nationally were kind of came as a band-aid solution to the recession at the time. And unfortunately, here we are uh, 33 years later, um, you know, and people are relying on food banks now, actually more than ever. Uh, 40% of our clients at this point are working. Uh, so that's a whole new uh, thing that we've been dealing with. You know, uh, when I first started working here, the amount of people that came here that were working were probably only, you know, maybe 2%, you know, so it's very, very low, but it's kind of a sign of the times of where we are economically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had talked to Josh uh, Smee earlier this year about the need for it, and I, was, I wasn't aware that food banks were a relatively new phenomenon, and they were a temporary measure, but, you know, with inflation and the cost of living and all those things increasing these days, you say you're seeing a different audience come in. You know, what are some of the biggest challenges people are facing when it comes to food? From our point of view, food inflation and the cost of food uh, is affecting us in two ways. Uh, one, in that it's demanding the need for our services up quite dramatically because the people can't afford food. The other part of that is that we are spending about seven to $8,000 a month on food currently. Um, <clears throat> and like in 2019, that was only around like 1000 to 2000 So the food prices... Um, so, you know, like the food prices are driving our uh, demand up, but then we're buying more food at a much higher price. Mm-hmm. So it's really, uh, it's affecting us, um, you know, and this, we're kind of like our, uh, yeah, food bank is similar to the clients we serve mm-hmm. in a way. And like, you know, we're always struggling for the next bit of food to put on a shelf. We don't really know where the next dollar is coming from. We don't have one major funder. Mm-hmm. We kind of rely on uh, mostly uh, individual donors, a little bit of corporate, but certainly, you know, we don't really have one funder. Mm-hmm. And that's what really we're talking about today is that there's lots of people that are looking at contributing this holiday season, and they know that there's lots of organizations that can really use some help. Tell us about what you have planned for the holidays. 
Yeah, well, right now we, uh, you know, we we have our, um, we kind of have a Christmas brand. Uh, it's a Miracle on Cookstown Road. I kind of stole it from the Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, that we kind of use, you know, that, you know, we uh, work at the farmer's market every week and collecting some money. We got some uh, videos that are out there in social media. And of course, you know, we're sending out, we have a lot of uh, regular supporters. Uh, one of the things I've been trying to do, um, which is due to the economy, kind of come up with some kind of solution. So I decided to start what I call like a sustainer circle. So basically it's a bunch of people that are committed to kind of a monthly uh, donation. The problem with running a food bank and most nonprofits is you're going to get about 60% of your donations between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So to manage that, uh, it's very difficult when you're trying to plan programming for the year. You know, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of assuming that you're going to have a good Christmas (laughs) Mm -hmm. because basically, you know, like we lose money every month kind of right. Like we're, you know, we go in the red and then we hope at Christmas time, we, at the end of the year, we kind of break even, really. That's our goal. So, uh, so no, we, you know, we, we got to add something to go. We're out there in the public. Uh, we have, but also, we have so many people right now offering, like, doing food drives for us. Uh, we got people showing up every day at the door with checks. So, it's uh, very amazing because we lost that for a couple of years. We lost this just, like, uh, people showing up with checks, right? So, the, the older demographic, they love checks you know like the boomers and the people that are our biggest supporters really you know they still like coming in with a check mm-hmm. you know and then we have i have a text to donate uh happening uh for the gen z's out there who don't even have a credit card probably yeah. so they can just uh donate uh, uh the word food to four five six seven eight uh and then we have our ads up there for the millennials so you know it's important to uh to reach these different audiences uh, in the way they like to be spoken to mm-hmm. and kind of where, where they are, right? It's really important. T- today's world is changing very quickly in a nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if technology, of course, being a huge uh, part of that. And, you know, if you're not really moving forward in that direction, you're kind of really falling behind at this point. That's right. And if people were to donate, uh, you know, who in the community will this directly impact? Well, um, it'll directly impact uh, right now about twelve to fourteen hundred people a month. I'll tell you that twenty six percent of our clientele are under fifteen, so that's about three hundred children a month. And then uh, twenty same number, about three hundred of our clients are seniors. So you look at half of our demographic are, to me, uh, what I would consider our most vulnerable. And I think we need to take care of our our most vulnerable. And I think it's something uh, in the Western world that we we don't do very well. You know, you see it in a lot of different cultures where they consider their elders to uh, be the wisdom holders. And, you know, and uh, we seem to have lost, we kind of missed something there. And, uh, it, you know, it makes me, makes me sad that um, when I see, like, you know, I said half of our clients are literally our community's most vulnerable. They're also the people, you know, that need healthy food. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're growing, you need those nutrient nutrients, right? Um, for your optimal health, obviously. And then for your brain health, as you get older, you also need the nutrients, right? So these are times in your life when you're really uh, not only do you need food to survive, but you should be eating food to help you thrive. And that's one thing we focus on here at Bridges to Hope. 
Uh, we have a healthy hamper program that ensures everybody gets access to fresh fruits and vegetables. We have a smart snack program that ensures that uh, all of our school-aged children uh, are able to avail of healthy snacks uh, because most children have access to snacks when they're in school mm -hmm. and on the weekends. Uh, what we've come though is there's a huge void when the kids get home after school you know mm -hmm. and then they're more likely to be eating the processed foods and the cheaper foods and right now uh i know from my own experience right i'm, I'm not eating as healthy as i used to um i'm a single dad i don't you know i'm living off one income so i'm kind of making sacrifices at the grocery store um and i think that's what's happening you know it's why our donations are down a little it's like um i feel like the middle class kind of dropped mm -hmm. to upper to upper poverty mm -hmm. that's kind of like how i feel like it's like it's like this class just dropped a little bit yeah uh yep. due to inflation it, it just made uh the people that are living payday to payday now have increased dramatically right yeah um so that's you know that's scary and i you know and and all the forecasts of course are only you know, we're in the beginning of this ripple effect going into 2023. I know. And and that's the thing. I mean, for those people that do have a little bit extra this year and, and really want to share that with others, can you run me through how people can contribute again? You had three ways so they can come in with a check. They can yeah, text. they can. Yeah. I will tell you now, there's lots of, there's a few ways. If you go to our website, uh, bridgestohope.ca, first of all, we actually have a ways to help section but in there, uh, so you can actually show up with a check. You can call our main line, which is on our website. We can take your card over the phone. Uh, we have a text to donate. You can text the word food to 45678, which donates five or $20, your choice. Yeah, I mean, in our website. And another thing too, if you go to our website under ways to help, you'll see things like that you can donate recyclables. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a thing now we've been kind of pushing is like trying to get some companies and stuff to donate recyclables and, and then you can just drop them off, tag the bags, and then we get, they put them in our account kind of thing. Yeah. So, right. We're trying to really get creative and come up with ways that people can help that are always not financial. And of course, we're always looking for volunteers too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and another thing is a beautiful way you can help, especially this time of year, you know, if you're already a follower of our page or a friend, just share our posts. Yeah. Great. This time of year, like sharing our posts is the most simplest, easiest way to help. That's wicked. Well, that's it. That's it's all about word of mouth. And that's why I wanted to chat with you guys today. I love what you guys are doing. And it's such a great cause for people. Any last message you want to leave our listening audience with no, before we wrap I up? Want it, I want everyone to, um, you know, try to have a great Christmas. I know this time of year for a lot of people, you know, it's supposed to be jolly and merry. And I know for a lot of people out there, it's not uh due to maybe it's a love that was lost and so keep that in mind too that for other people you know it's not the most jolliest time of year but at the same time uh you know get out there and enjoy yourselves and uh yeah and um have a safe and happy holidays that's right and we all know that uh, giving is better than receiving so thanks so much for yeah, sharing yeah, my friend yeah so thanks so much for sharing it with us today it was great to catch up with you again and good luck with your fundraising efforts this uh, holiday season all right, Mike, thanks you for having me on. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Today, we're talking with different charities and organizations that are helping those in need this holiday season. Whether that be donations of toys or food or support for those that are struggling with mental health challenges this holiday season, our guest organizations are making a difference in our communities. Now, if you want to learn more and how you can make a difference, you can find all these organizations online. 
Also, this episode, along with all of our episodes, are available on VOCM.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts if you wanted to re-listen to hear their contact info. Be sure to stick around, because we'll be right back after the break. Join Brian Medor weekdays at noon for a comprehensive update on news from every corner on all levels. Newsmakers, weather, and more. Join us on your VOCM at noon. LifeWise is the only provincial organization in Newfoundland and Labrador created by and for individuals living with mental health and addiction issues. They exist to support and encourage individual recovery through self-determination while working to break the stigma surrounding these issues in society. This year, they're holding an event on Christmas that's a safe place for those that are struggling with the holidays. And here to share more is Brad Glynn, Executive Director of LifeWise. Let's hear his holiday message for those who may need some support. Hi, Brad. Welcome to the show and happy holidays. Thanks for having me, Mike. Happy to be here. I'm really glad you can join us today. Today, we are talking about different ways that people can contribute and give back to our communities during this really important time of year. Now, you're with LifeWise. Can you tell me a bit about yourself and your organization? Absolutely. First of all, LifeWise is a new name for us. In April, we we renamed from Channel, which we were from 1989 to 2022, and we we renamed because we're a lived experience organization. And what that means is that we're entirely staffed by people with lived experience and mental health issues, mental illness and addiction issues. And we believe there's a wisdom that we gain from that. And therefore, we felt LifeWise captured that name. And our mission is to, to increase hope and reduce stigma for people with lived experience all throughout Newfoundland and Labrador. We, we do that in a variety of ways. We offer a lot of frontline peer support services, including our warm line, groups, one-on-one services, partnerships with regional health authorities. Uh, we do it through public education, and we do it through policy consultation with government and private partners to ensure the voice of lived experience has a seat at the table as decisions are being made that impact them. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, we've had you guys on for different initiatives for mental health, for example, uh, over the years, and it's a very valuable part of our community. And you guys are doing a, a specific holiday initiative this year. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, you know, Christmas is often looked at as a joyful time of year. The holiday season is looked at a time of 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 joy. However, I think we all know that that's not always the case for everyone. So we've done this for a few years now. And again, uh, on Christmas Day from 1 to 4 p.m. at our St. John's location um, down at the Boulevard, 70 the Boulevard in the CNIB building, uh, we just open up our building. We've got some food made up, some hot food made up, a time of fellowship, a time for people to come together with no expectations. If they want to come to have a happy time and chat with friends, that can be what it is. If they're simply feeling lonely and just want to be around some people, that can be what it is. And, of course, we've always got our peer supporters around so if they're struggling and they want to have a bit of a deeper conversation, we're able to provide that as well. So inviting people in with no expectations of how they view the holiday season, just a, just a friendly space to be together uh, and join with others on a day that can create a lot of emotions, both positive and negative in people. Yeah, that's right. Last week's episode, we actually looked at, uh, we talked with Julie Dwyer about, you know, how the holidays can be extremely stressful. People, there's times of loss and reflection on that. But also this time of year, it's challenging for people because, you know, funds are tight and the economy has changed over the years. Are you seeing a greater need for supports like yourselves these days? We are. Again, we've seen an increase in our services um, since the pandemic began, you know, almost three years ago somehow. 
Well, while we've seen even more in the increased use of our services is an increased intensity in our services. Mm. You know, peer support is is meant to be a lower level support. It's not meant to be a crisis support, but more and more callers to our line, more and more people who come to our groups, the stress in their life is much higher. The acuity of their need, the situations they're dealing with, financial, familial, job placement are more strenuous, their housing situations are tough. And, and we're seeing that impact really across the board in all ages and all regions of our of our province. And of course, the holiday season almost shines a light on that mm-hmm. um, because it often is a reflection of who is able to do the things they want during a season and and who isn't. And that's so unfortunate because uh, there's a real injustice in that. We need to continue working towards lessening that in our province and meeting people where they are while we're still in this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think people might be surprised at just how many people are impacted by this. Like how, how much of the population or, or do you have an idea of how many people you guys impact or help or are in need of this type of service? Um, absolutely. You know, we, we interact with over 15,000 unique individuals a year. Our, our biggest impact is we receive anywhere from 800 to 1,000 calls to our warm line every single month, um, which is a huge number. And And just to give that scope over the past six months, about 24% of those callers are new callers, mm. which means we're we're interacting with 200 to 250 new individuals who are becoming more aware of our services and unfortunately feel they they need that. And again, when you multiply that by all the nonprofits, all the community sector organizations and all the re- regional health authority, uh, mental health and addiction supports, it's just exploding. And you know, we're happy to be here to be a support to people but we're sad that that's the reality that, that that the new people availing of our services are feeling that crunch in their life. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those uh, organizations. So glad you guys are there, but it's unfortunate that there's a need for it at the same time. Now, if somebody is listening and and they want to give back or they want to support it, how can folks support your efforts? Absolutely. So if someone wants to um, support our efforts, particularly around our holidays initiatives, you know, they can simply call us. They can call the warm line at one 753 2560 or our provincial office uh, at uh, 1-855-753-1138. And we can set them up with a donation. If you go to our website, we'll be able to facilitate it there. Reach out to us through social media. You know, we, 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 like all nonprofits, rely on funding and in order to make sure that the holiday season, we're able to provide stuff for people. We do really rely on those donations to make sure we're able to make our events as enjoyable and as meaningful for people as, as possible. And for us, again, our services are open 365 days a year. So we've got amazing peer supporters who, you know, 10 a.m. Christmas Day, um, they're in here on the line till 12 a.m. So a reminder, you know, to your listeners that there, there's never a day that, that the people from LifeWise aren't here for the people in our province. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes at a cost to our people. And, and, and we always have volunteers from staff who want to work Christmas Day because they know the impact it can have. And they're happy to be there and listen to people's stories. Yeah, that's excellent. That's good to know. And for anybody who's listening and they might not have caught some of those numbers, these episodes are all on VOCM.com. People can go visit it right after the show airs and you can go back and find the exact point to find those numbers if you want to contribute or call for support yourself. Now, you know, we're starting to wind down here, but you know, this is the holiday season. What message do you have for our listeners out there? I think I'd have two messages, you know, to to people with lived experience, I would say, you know, don't feel like you have to do anything. You know, for people who are struggling, don't feel like you have to fall into what 
mainstream media, what other people are saying you have to do. If it isn't a joyful time of year for you, you know, honor that within yourselves. And for those people interacting with people who are struggling, you know, put the expectations down. Mm-hmm. Um, let the person be how they are. If someone chooses to come to your house, but is a little down, let them be down. If someone chooses not to come, instead of judging them, instead of saying what's wrong with them, be understanding that they're experiencing something different right now. Because when those people feel heard and feel accepted for who they are, that's the best thing we can do to support someone as they're as they're struggling. And, and at the holiday season, that can feel difficult to do, but it can also make the biggest impact because it's a hard time of year when people aren't understanding. That's fantastic. Well, that's great advice. It's something that's been echoed throughout the people we talk to when it comes to especially people struggling with mental health. And and it is a challenging time of year for a lot of people, but I know it's a busy time of year for you. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your information with us today. And I hope you have a great holiday season. Thanks for having me, Mike. Today, we're talking with different charities and organizations that are helping those in need this holiday season, whether that be donations of toys or food, or support for those that are struggling with mental health challenges this holiday season. Our guest organizations are making a difference in our communities. Now, if you want to learn more and how you can make a difference, you can find all these organizations online. Also, this episode, along with all of our episodes, are available on VOCM.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts if you wanted to re-listen to hear their contact info. Be sure to stick around, because we'll be right back after the break. Your VOCM Mornings with Jerry Lynn Mackey and Ben Murphy, 5.30 to 9 a.m. weekdays on your VOCM. Last but not least, we're joined by Tara Haley from VOCM Cares. VOCM Cares' mission is to help strengthen communities by supporting charitable causes involving the health, education, and safety of the community at large. Now, the VOCM Cares Foundation helps to support charities in Newfoundland and Labrador through project funding and community service. And each year, they have several initiatives around the holidays, including Dial a Carol and the Happy Tree. Let's learn more about what they have happening this month. Hi, Tara. Happy holidays. Hi, happy holidays to you, too. It's good to see you. It's becoming an annual tradition for me to have you on the show this time of year. Welcome back. Thanks. Yes, it's great to be back again. I can't believe it's already this time of the year again. I know the last three years have kind of been a blur since COVID all started, but, uh, you know, holidays are fast approaching and uh, I'm very aware of the VLCM Cares Foundation, but for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys do and in particular what you have going on this time of year? Yeah, absolutely. So VOCM Cares is a charity for Stingray Stations, in particular for VOCM. And uh, our purpose or our mandate is to strengthen communities in Newfoundland and Labrador. And we do that really by giving back. So we're considered a charity for other charities in Newfoundland and Labrador. And our fo- our focus is on the health, safety, and education of our community. So that's basically what we do in a nutshell. And we do that in many ways. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like a couple of weeks ago, I helped host uh, Dial a Carol, which was super fun. I always love doing that every year. I don't know how many people request the Mummer song, but there's a lot. of them. <laughs> but uh, you guys have another big initiative this time of year, right? Yeah, that's correct. So Happy Tree mm-hmm. is uh, one of the biggest initiatives that we have. Um, and at this time of year, it's very important. Actually, a little tidbit for you, VOCM Cares really started because of Happy Tree. Um, VOCM started that campaign and they received so many donations. It kept getting bigger and bigger uh, that they felt like they needed to do more. And as a result, VOCM Cares Foundation um, came about 
So uh, happy tree. We I guess we all have happy tree to thank for uh, COCM Cares and what we do and how we help in the community. Uh, but yeah, Happy Tree's been going on for a long time. I think it's 48 years now, if I'm wow. correct. Um, so it, it's been a, a project for a long time. It's been helping out a lot of families in need. Uh, we do that through a partnership with Salvation Army. And what we do is we provide toys and we provide food hampers to families in need throughout the province. Right on. That's right on. And that's located at what several different places across the province, correct? Not just uh, in St. John's. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So in St. John's, the partnership is with the Avalon Mall and uh, throughout the province as well. We do have uh, Happy Trees set up in other malls. Mm -hmm. So Grand Falls, Gander, Clarenville, uh, Marystown. There's quite a few across the province, actually. And, and if people are interested, if they have a location near them, then they can just go to our website at vocmcares.com, click on the Happy Tree link, and you can find all the details there. That's awesome. And I mean, this year, maybe more so than other years, there's an increased need, is there not, in the community? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, with the uh, increase in costs for everything these days, you know, everyone's feeling the pinch. Uh, so with that, of course, there is an increased need. We do know Salvation Army has said that registrations have increased. Um, from previous years. So uh, there is an increased need. And uh, while there's always a need, I suppose, um, this year we re really are asking folks whatever way they can uh, to help support so we can be there for people in our communities. Mm -hmm. And that's such an important message for the holiday season is that, you know, quite often we think about, especially when we're younger, what can we get? But giving back is such an important way to do it. And that's why it's so nice to have people like yourselves on here today. You know, if somebody wants to give, how can they give? Yeah, so there's a few ways they can give. Uh, they can donate a toy or a gift card. I'll add that in because a lot of times we we think of little kids when we think of Christmas. But of course, there's the big kids as well. So there's teenagers that we do support as well. So gift cards um, are a great way to support the older kids uh, in Newfoundland Labrador. Um, and that goes a long way and it's very much appreciated. Uh, if you want, you can also make a monetary donation. So you can go online to vocmcares.com and make a donation there. Or you can also do it the old-fashioned way. You can mail it in to us as well. Uh, or give us a call. We'll take a credit card by phone as well. Our phone number is 579-2273. And then, of course, if anyone is around uh, in Metro and other areas and they want to give their time, Volunteering is also a great way to help support this cause. So uh, if they're able, they can always reach out to us if they're interested in volunteering opportunities uh, and help out that way as well. All right. That's awesome that you guys are doing that. It's such a big uh, initiative that goes all the way across the province and helps so many different kids and young adults uh, throughout our province. But as we start to wind down here, is there any message you want to leave our listeners with as they enter the holiday season? Yeah, I think I just would like listeners to know that, uh, again, there's many ways to give, you know, whether that's monetary or that's by giving your time. I think we all can make a difference in the world. And a lot of times that could be just giving your time to someone or to a charity or a cause. So if you are able to find time this Christmas or through the holidays, perhaps you can give back, whether that's through, you know, helping out a cause or helping out a neighbor, a friend that's really the gift of giving is to to give your time to another. 
It's so funny you say that because I was always told uh, by my grandfather that the work that pays the most in the long run doesn't pay at all. And sometimes you end up getting a lot more by donating that time and having those memories of helping people out in particular this time of year, because really that's what the holiday should be about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And thanks for all your hard work across province this year. Thank you. Well, thank you to my guests for joining me today. I hope you can find a way to be able to help someone in need this holiday season as we all know that the gift of giving is better than receiving. Also for those listening, next week is my favorite episode of the year. It's one where people can let us know their stories of giving that they experienced over the last 12 months. Now it could be a small holiday miracle, a simple act of kindness, or a thoughtful gesture. Large or small, I want to hear all about them. So if you have a story that you want to share, reach out to us on Facebook at The Wall Show. That's W-A-H-L Show or call into the station and they'll connect us. As always, we'll have a visit from Santa Claus as well, so be sure to tune in. Well, that's our show this week. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Wall. We'll see you back here next week for another holiday special on your VOCM.